Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. So we heard yesterday as we were looking at Ephesians that our lives were planned in advance by God, all part of the bigger picture that has to do with salvation of the world. We're looking at Ephesians through your new translation, The Truth. We've reached chapter 2 and verse 11, Colin. Yes, but we have to understand that it's true on the one hand that God has planned our lives, but on the other hand, uh, he doesn't make his plan work. He works through our self-will, our ability to choose to obey him. So it doesn't, it isn't that he overrides our will and makes us like robots. Uh, he has got his plan and purpose for our lives. And we saw yesterday that that plan and purpose can only be fulfilled by trusting in him and by trusting in his supernatural power, because that is what he has planned for us. He hasn't imp- He hasn't given us a supernatural birth for us just to live depending upon our own natural resources, but upon his supernatural life that he has made available to us by his Holy Spirit. So Paul says in verse 11, So never forget that you used to be foreigners outside of God's kingdom because you only had natural birth and were not among those whom God had set aside for himself by entering into covenant with them. So in other words, Paul said, before you were born again, you only had natural birth and you were outside the covenant, outside of those who belong to the Lord. And then he contrasts that by saying, the relationship you have with him now has nothing to do with outward actions such as circumcision, works done by men. Now, he's going to contrast the new covenant with the old covenant. And under the law, because, of course, some of the, some of the Christians in Ephesus would have been brought up as Jews under the Jewish law, uh, he is saying things that, that pertain to the old covenant, such as circumcision, that was an outward form uh, that signified that a person was a Jew. But God is now working in a different way, not by outward form, but by the heart, by what he does within a person. Not the works done by men, but the work that God himself does within our hearts and within our lives. So he says, you used to be separated from Christ because of your sin. You were excluded from having citizenship in Israel. Now, you see, he's got to address the Gentile believers, the non-Jewish believers in Ephesus, as well as the Jewish believers. So he says, you were excluded from having citizenship in Israel, Israel being God's chosen covenant people. You were outside the covenant relationship with God based on his promises. You were without hope for the future and had to live your life in the world without God. Look at the difference now that you are in Christ Jesus and belong to him. Instead of living far away from God, you have been united with him through what Jesus did by shedding his blood for you. 
He is our peace. Because you have been forgiven and accepted by God, we are at peace with him. Those who are outside the covenant, the relationship God has made possible for his people, are now made one with those who belong to the covenant. Now, what's he saying? You know, Jesus said that he had come only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel because he knew that he had to lead God's covenant people, Israel, into the new covenant that he was to establish through the shedding of his blood. And he is saying to all these Gentile believers, you are outside that old covenant. You had no participation in Israel. All the promises that God had given to his chosen people did not belong to you. But now through Christ, now through the shedding of his blood, now that you have faith in what he has done for you, you have been brought into relationship with Jesus Christ. You are therefore now part of the new Israel of God, which consists of both Jew and Gentile believers. And therefore, because you have been incorporated into this Israel, all the promises that God gave to Israel are yours. All the promises of the old covenant, all the promises of the new covenant, you are an inheritor of all of them. So if you belong to the new covenant, you inherit all the promises of the old and all the promises of the new. Very, very important to understand so that when you are reading the Old Testament and you look, for example, at all the wonderful promises God gives through the prophet Isaiah to the people of Israel, you can say, yes, well, those are promises to me. They're not promises just to a historic Israel. They were that, but they are also promises given to me because God has incorporated me into the Israel of God. And the new Israel of God is those who have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, Gentiles, Jews, doesn't matter. They are now form one new person in Christ. You know, we are part of that one body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our roots are in Israel because Jesus came as a Jew in fulfillment of all the promises that were given to his people Israel. And we can therefore inherit all those promises. It's wonderful. So Paul explains, those who are outside the covenant, the relationship God has made possible for his people, are now made one with those who belong to the covenant. He has made these two one, Jew and non-Jew, by destroying the barrier that once divided them, that was like a dividing wall of hostility that existed between them. Uh, when you look at Israel today and you see the hostility there is uh, in the Holy Land between the Jew and the non-Jew, you understand that there actually is no political answer. And that is because God's purpose is for there to be a spiritual answer. The only, the only hope of Israel is a spiritual one. It's God himself. 
And you see, what he has done and what you see God doing today in Israel, if you look in the right places, is he has broken down that dividing wall of hostility and he is making Jew and non-Jew one. But that is only happening where there is faith in Jesus Christ as the Messiah. And praise God, we can see therefore the beginning of the outworking of what Paul is talking about here in Ephesians. Because really, in the whole history of Israel, it has never happened before in the way that it's happening now. Gentile and Jewish believers coming together as one. So that's very, very exciting. And Paul goes on, through what he accomplished when he became man, he abolished the whole idea of serving God through a legalistic approach of obeying a series of religious rules and regulations. His intention was to create a new people out of the two opposing groups that existed before. The only way was to make it possible for anyone, no matter what his race, to be at peace with God and to draw them together into one body to reconcile them to one another. He accomplished all this through the cross, which dealt a death blow to their former hostility. So you see, the Jews and the non-Jews were crucified with Christ. Even though Jesus came to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, what he was doing was for all mankind. God loved the world that he sent his son. But you see, we, we were talking earlier this week how we only have to obey what God puts in front of us to do. And we can't tell the wide-ranging repercussions that can come from that. Now, Jesus only had to obey the Father in doing what he sent him to do in Israel in making his life a sacrifice and what, of course, Jesus would have known, but just by being faithful to what he was asking to do in that one nation, salvation is available to the whole of mankind all over the world and in every generation. And you see, this is, this is how the purpose of God works, that those who stood at the foot of the cross and saw Jesus dying in agony, they didn't understand that. Even his own disciples didn't understand really why he had to be crucified. Not at that point. They came to understand afterwards, after Jesus had risen from the dead and after the Holy Spirit had come upon them. But at that time, the day of the crucifixion, they didn't understand. But God did. He knew that through that one act, the salvation of mankind became possible. And the dividing wall of hostility between Jew and non-Jew would be broken down. And it's great that we're beginning to see that happening in Israel now. There's a long, long way to go. But God knows that by his plan and his purpose, it will be accomplished. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 